647 on the crosstalk on WIZM. Uh, the Muppets used to say no news is good news, but sometimes some news is better news. Our guest on the crosstalk on Mondays uh, for the foreseeable future. Thank you very much, County Health Director Jen Rombalski. Good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Uh, uh, lots of listeners have appreciated uh, your being available every Monday morning. So how was your weekend? Absolutely. Um, it was good. I, you know, I do work some on the weekend, but it was a really nice day yesterday. So, um, got outside with the kids and hopefully others in our community did as well. It was a nice day. Right. Well, and it's interesting that you would say, hopefully other people got outside too. I didn't see them cause we're way over here. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Um, yep. We do have to keep that distance, but we do need to get outside and get fresh air and some exercise. So, um, it's sort of a, a battle of the balance. I have a couple of mask questions, but before we get to my stuff, let me just uh, ask that open-ended question. How about what's the latest on COVID-19 in uh, La Crosse County in western Wisconsin? So in western Wisconsin, um, you know, we really haven't had a significant amount of change with case numbers. We do continue to increase somewhat slowly. Um, we had a couple of new cases added over the weekend. Um, we've been doing disease investigation and contact tracing, things like that. Um, so, you know, we are actually going to be meeting with health officers this week from around our area to um, talk about a number of things, to include data trends, and um, maybe we can put our case numbers together so that we could have a regional report as well for our residents to understand, because there have been a number of questions about, you know, who's in the hospitals, and if they aren't a La Crosse County resident, then um, we aren't reporting on them. So we're going to talk about that and see if we can um, provide some additional numbers to our community. Right. Uh, How important... I I suppose it's peace of mind as much as anything else, but how important is the delivery of that information to the public? You know, I think it's one thing that the public can really sort of have coming in on a daily basis to understand where our local area is with case numbers. But, of course, many in our public understand that that is just one number and it doesn't reflect, you know, there are still a lot of people who have symptoms that don't get tested because they don't fit into the tiers for testing, um, you know, priority. And that's just still because we don't have all of the testing supplies that we would need to open that widely up. Um, So that is continuing to be a frustration to our community. We get that. Um, but it is one number that they can they can receive daily, and I think people really appreciate that. Right. So they uh, uh, because I, I get text messages uh, or emails on occasion from people who who absolutely want to know how many, where are they from, what did they do, uh, and I'm I always wonder to myself, why do you care? You know, if there's eleven cases, who cares where they came from? Well, I'm besides you, I, I'm not sure why it's important that the general public understand that 10 of them came from a cruise ship, two of them came from Arizona, and a, a one of them came from Florida, was down there partying during spring break. I'm not sure what information, what, what that kind of information helps to calm the public. You know, I, I think that there's so many unknowns right now that the more information individuals in our community can have, um, you know, I can understand that that would help them at least have some semblance of understanding about where 
where things are are happening in our own community. So we try to provide as much as we can um, without, uh, you know, certainly without the risk of of sharing too much for the privacy of the individual. So we balance that very carefully. Well, certainly uh, names and addresses, uh, inappropriate, well, illegal, but uh, inappropriate even if it wasn't. So, uh, right, yeah. you know, we all know those people who have come back from uh, f- from being quarantined have been uh, harassed uh, unendlessly by people who believe they are still spreading. And that's just inappropriate. I, I know it's fear, but... Uh, yeah. We got to got to keep those uh, people that are that fearful and willing to uh, to participate in uh, illegal activity at the very least harassment uh, don't have uh, information from the health department on yeah. where they can go. Yeah, to these are fellow people. human beings, and we have to remember that. Um, it can be hard sometimes to be non-judgmental when when we see things happening that we don't agree with. But um, we do have to remember these are these are her fellow community members, and whether we agree or not, we still you know we still have to be fact-based and not fear-based. And so we just encourage you to call and talk to us about that to find out what your risk level is before you're treating someone inappropriately because you're afraid yeah. that they may they may transmit to you. By the way, uh, I appreciate greatly that you are including not only additional cases, if there are any, but also those on the men. When when we talk about uh, 22 cases, but 16 of them have recovered, uh, I, I think that kind of information does the the full circle in helping people to understand it's not just getting worse and there's no getting better. Uh, people are recovering from COVID-19 here in western Wisconsin as well. Yeah, they are. And, you know, most people will not have severe disease. So in a county the size of La Crosse County, we are just so grateful that we have not had anyone um, who has passed away from this um, illness in our community. I certainly know individuals who have, um, and, and it's you know, it's a really sad time for many families in Wisconsin, but gratefully we do not have any deaths here in in, in La Crosse County yet. Does the, the fact that the growth of COVID-19, no deaths is awesome, you're absolutely correct, uh, but even you know, the growth of uh, the, the number of patients is very slow. What are we now, 22? Is that the correct yeah. number? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty sl- uh, a small number, and and growth is very slow. There have been days and days and days with zero uh, additional cases. What does that say that La Crosse County is a tiny little community, or that people are actually practicing social distancing and other uh, uh, health uh, practices that are keeping the the, the disease down? You know, I think it says a lot of things. Um, one of those being that the social distancing is working. Um, the safer at home order from the governor came in at a time when lots of people were traveling. So if that would have continued, because we have a very mobile community, um, if that would have continued, we would definitely be seeing more cases. So we, you know, we certainly already are seeing some individuals who have had symptoms from 
from traveling somewhere, and they may or may not get tested. Um, so, you know, just remembering we do know that we have community spread here in our area, and just because our case numbers are low does not mean we can be complacent with the risk that is out there, particularly when you're out and about getting your essential items and doing your essential travel, um, those are the times to be really careful. And I think that's probably where we can enter in the mass discussion. With more and more uh, uh, information being made available about COVID-19, uh, initially uh, wearing masks, uh, the general public wearing masks when they go to the grocery store and so forth was not recommended. That additional information has now changed that recommendation. Uh, it isn't necessary to use a medical grade, even uh, just a homemade cloth a mask will do the trick as long as it's uh, worn properly and washed on a regular basis. Uh, is that going to, you think, continue to uh, to keep the numbers down in La Crosse County? Everybody that goes to the store is now probably going to be wearing a mask. Yeah, we hope that people will be wearing a mask. So what, what this means, and I understand that people have been confused about that switch in messaging um, nationally, and so I just want to explain that Wearing the mask is really to protect others around you in case um, you have been exposed, you don't know it, it's community spread out there, and you don't yet have symptoms or your symptoms are very mild and you think nothing of it. That has happened in a number of cases nationally, and so we really want to be careful, and wearing the mask can help uh, prevent spread to others in case you yourself are asymptomatic and and could potentially be spreading it. So we do want to recommend um, a tightly woven fabric, so not every fabric is equal when it comes to a mask. It should not be a surgical mask or a mask that the healthcare providers really need to be having, uh, but it should be a tightly woven fabric so you can't see through it if you hold it up to the light. So a T-shirt can work in a pinch, but it's not the best. Having a really tightly well, woven ma- cotton fabric is best. Is t-shirt material acceptable, or is there there is cotton fabric that is tighter woven than a t-shirt? That's right. Cotton fabric that is tighter woven than a t-shirt is possible. Um, so there are things like really high thread count um, sheets um, that would be folded oh, okay. over it, over itself to to provide good barrier protection. Um, we'll be putting some guidance out about this, um, and the U.S. Surgeon General has a good video about how to make a no-sew mask. Um, so there are some good things out there to help people understand um, what to wear and how to wear it. We've only got a minute here, so let me ask you this uh, uh, about wearing the mask. Uh, one doctor was quoted as saying, hey, you, you don't uh, uh, you don't wear this mask, cough into it, wear it out and so forth, then put it in your pocket or in your purse. And when you go back to the store, pull it out and do it again, uh, put it back on, you wash it. It's like underwear. You don't keep wearing the same underwear over and over. Someone suggested, what about my dad? and my grandpa who have a hanky in their pocket for a week. Uh, yeah, this, you know, is, that- this is definitely something you're going to want to wash frequently. Um, every time you wear it, we would recommend that you wash it. So at the end of each day, if you had to go out out and about, and we would hope that that's less than you know one or two times a week that you need to be going to do essential travel. Um, yeah. It's not like hopefully you'll have to wash it all the time, but do wear it if you go to vote tomorrow. Um, if we have this this um, election, we want to make sure we're being very careful during the voting process. Um, but yes, wash it frequently in um, in hot water.
with soap. It's absolutely. It, it doesn't need to be sterilized. Just hot water and soap. You can. I, I was. Uh, thinking this morning about uh, all the people who will be doing small loads of laundry in the kitchen sink uh, where my mom used to wash her unmentionables uh, with the woolite and so forth. Uh, There's going to be an awful lot of people washing masks on a regular basis, too.